As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Redcross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next interview. I'm excited about our guest today because not only do I get an opportunity to get caught up with Kathy, it's been years probably since we have chatted and since we've known each other and remember the good old days or back in the day everyone here you may feel like you're 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 watching us walk down memory lane every once in a while and that's just because um, I've been fortunate to really know Kathy even when she was doing her first cookbook and now I can't believe it. 10 cookbooks later. That is so impressive. So amazing. And not just that, I think what we're really excited about even in today's session, while we'll talk about a little bit of pivoting, but we'll also talk about how Kathy is helping people today, how Kathy is helping people who teach cooking classes, people who go live, and what we can do to really make sure that everyone is getting their voice out there. Everyone is being heard. That people aren't using barriers like tech, losing barriers like, oh, I don't know what they'll say or what may happen. That Kathy can really help you break down some of those barriers and move forward. So I'm really excited to talk about some of the programs um, that Kathy is offering and just really give everyone kind of an inside look at how Kathy does the magic and the greatness that <laughs> she is doing on a daily and weekly basis. So welcome, Kathy, to today's session. I'm really excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. And it is like old home week. I was saying the very first thing I did on live video ever, I think was like eight years ago. And it was vegan mainstream because you guys were like cutting edge as always. <laughs> Thank you. It's so sweet. It's so fun to be able to kind of revisit and come back. And also, I'm so excited about what you're really what you're doing today. But before I jump ahead of myself, let's get everyone grounded. Let's just give everyone a little bit of background. Number one, how long you've been vegan and anything you want to share about your vegan journey or kind of what got you on this path. Sure. I think that it's been about 12 years Okay. I've been vegan, but I've been vegetarian since I was 18, so like 30-some years. Like, Ooh, So I'm 55, so a really long time. So I think that's why I see it kind of – it was just like another step on the same journey. So I definitely started off um, doing things for moral reasons, mm -hmm. and I've kind of morphed into – I kind of consider myself vegan and plant-based. So I try to eat healthier. Doesn't mean I always do, but <laughs> it's a goal, you know. Yes. So I I want to take care of everything. So I think it's um, it's so important for us just to keep in mind whatever reason it is that we've stopped eating animal products. And you know, some people do it for health. Some people do it for the environment. Some people do it for moral reasons. And as long as you keep that in the forefront, it's so easy to just keep going forward. I think that's key, understanding why you're doing what you're doing. And I think that even translates into the business world. As many of us, you know, have started businesses that we're passionate about, started businesses 
that we want to change the world, help others and so forth. Understanding that key purpose and what drives you is really important. And since you've been doing it for so many years, maybe let's give everyone a little bit of background. You know, I I teased everyone with all these amazing cookbooks that you have been writing. Um, Do you want to give everyone a little bit of background on your business? Give everyone a little bit of background on your journey and kind of how you've developed your brand, your signature brand. Sure. And it's a little bit weird because I always do things in a little bit of a weird way. So this probably won't happen to you that exact way. But I was bored. I was in an office job. So I started a blog because I was mad that I didn't do a vegan slow cooker ebook for my friends. Mm-hmm. And two months into doing that blog, someone had, I had been putting some stuff out around on the web on places that no one would recognize now. They don't exist anymore. And a publisher found me, found my vegan slow cooker recipes, and they had been looking for someone to do a vegan slow cooker cookbook. So I came in it backwards. And in fact, I didn't write a proper, and even then it was a half proper book proposal until like book five when I was shopping for a new publisher. Um, And I have a web developer, um, web design background. Mm -hmm. And evidently, I don't think like normal marketers. Like, so I, and I don't, I consider myself an online marketer and not a traditional marketer. So like when I work with a traditional publicist, they send things off to newsletters, newspapers and TV stations and stuff like that. But I was like, oh, look, on this site, there's a vegan slow cooker group. I'll go join it and answer some questions. I mean, things that now, 10 years later, are just like, of course you would do that, right? Mm -hmm. But back then, it was all like innovative. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so because of that, and also then doing a vegan slow cooker cookbook, well, there's all the different sizes of slow cookers. Mm -hmm. And old slow cookers cook at lower temperatures than new slow cookers, like significant. So what happened is depending, and if you go and you look at the reviews, half half the reviews are happy. A quarter of the reviews are like, everything is soupy. It never cooks enough. Another one is everything burns. Well, I had a chapter in there about it, but no one reads it. So I learned that. Put it in the front of the book, but no one's going to read the front of the book. Keep your hopes up. And so what I did is I actually started searching for the vegan slow cooker on Twitter. And I mean, this was 10 years ago. And I, when I found someone who was not happy or said the recipe failed, I would contact them and go, let me help you troubleshoot this. Nice. And I actually ended up meeting a real marketer who I, we had this conversation. And then later, because I had followed her, she actually said, do you, mar-, she wrote an article, do you market like Kathy Hester? <laughs> I and love I like, it. This has got to be a scammy thing. And I went and looked because because she's like, I was not happy. I was never going to do anything from her again. But she mm-hmm. reached out and then she helped me understand. And then they're loyal people. So even now, I answer questions on a lot of different platforms. One of my superpowers is taking a recipe, mine or someone else's, and helping on the spot fit your dietary limitations or needs or allergies. So I'm really good with that. And so I got to practice that all along. It's like having people ask me questions like that. It's like I get to play a game. So (laughs) some people are just like, please, God, don't let this ever happen to me. I have friends like that, you know, Mm -hmm. who are bloggers. They're like, yeah, that's not my recipe. And I'm like, ooh, what would I do? if you're allergic to tomatoes in this marinara sauce. And I'm like, ooh, I got three ideas right now, you know? 
I love that. And I think that helps people have confidence and realize that they don't have to kind of feel like they're going down these dead end streets and they don't have something that works for them. The idea that there's options, there's availability. And I also love how you're stepping in and answering questions and not shying away from it. Did you ever at any point feel nervous about answering those questions? Did you ever feel like what will happen or what will people think? Because I think sometimes when, you know, when we start to go out of our like own bubble and go out into the world, it can be a little bit scary for people. And I wonder if you felt that way and if you did, how you overcame it. Well, I think I did to begin with. And honestly, and I'm better now, but I am, I'm definitely a very sensitive soul. So like every bad review, and if you wrote one and didn't ask me questions, I know it's you. Just kidding. I still love you and you're still welcome to my recipes. But I, I probably cried because <laughs> I cried. And then there were hundreds of, you know, and I would be mm -hmm. like, oh, the very first review, I think for that book, before it even came out, someone was like raking me over the coals because the printer chose to, the publisher chose to print it in China. Ah. Well, you should have gone somewhere else. And I'm like, so anyhow, even those things would get to me. But this is how I look at things now. Now, I will also preface this. I'm from North Carolina. I grew up here. I'm Southern. So therefore, I can turn a phrase. Meaning, I can get my, you know, I, you bump into me and I go, oh, excuse me. That's a lot of four-letter words happening right there in my head. <laughs> And I also, if someone's being really mean to me, I can be very precise in that if they say something else after that, they're just showing they're behind. So I kind of, having that skill is helpful in this situation because if someone goes, well, you just suck. Well, maybe I'm not for you. So I've even said to people, if I'm not for you, that's okay. Yeah. There's tons of other vegan authors out there and tons of other vegan recipes. And I'm sure you'll find one that you like. And that literally, so I don't really engage in a, go, well, you should like me. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody's for everybody. Yes. And it's also okay. I like, I do cooking classes and, and sometimes people think that I'm magical because I do all these recipes. So everything I do just turns out perfect magically the first time. And so I freely tell my horror stories and I'm a mad scientist in the kitchen. And if I get an idea, even if I know it's going to fail, I'll do it anyhow, just to yeah. make sure. Mm -hmm. um, but like I was teaching a class and I had a bad gravy day because when I'm teaching a class, um, they're usually five recipes and they're like two to three hours long. These are like intensives. And my gravy got lumpy because I didn't pay mm -hmm. enough attention. And I'm like, look at this. My gravy's lumpy. And then I was like, you know what? Let me show you how to fix lumpy gravy. Nice. Let's put it in a Vitamix. Yeah. Ta-da! Now you can make gravy because if your worry was I can't make gravy, it's going to be lumpy. Well, we fixed that. So now you have no excuses. And, <laughs> well, and, and, and you I see what I'm saying? Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, we're, we're getting all excited here. We're enjoying each other so much. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I, I love that you're phrasing it that it's okay to fail. It's okay because we learn so many things from it. And also I like how you took it in stride and you fixed it with your students. You fixed it together and you hopefully maybe even helped someone else that if they were worried about making a mistake, that they know they can always recover. Because if you can recover, they can recover. Exactly. One of my life mottos is you can't succeed without being willing to fail. And I 
and I was a musician. I've been a web developer. I've done a lot of different careers. And the thing is, is that you really, if you're kind of pussyfooting around and you're not willing to put yourself 100% out there, then you're never going to be able to be the best you you can be. You're never going to be able to help people as much as you could. And because like I have friends that teach cooking classes and I'm like, oh, we're going to make all these recipes live. And I'm like, so I let people just shout out stuff one time. Oh, let's make green goddess dressing. I'm like, I've heard of it. Never had it. Let's look it up. Let's make one. <laughs> because I think that's the thing is taking the fear out of this. And and earlier, but we were talking and it, it you were saying something about, you know, you have to make mistakes to make progress. And another catchphrase of mine with uh, teaching people how to do live video as well, which is very similar to teaching people how to cook, because it's the same sort of barriers, the same sort of things we worry about being disappointed in ourselves. But I don't think practice makes perfect, because there's no such thing as perfect in what we do. Yes. And what I in any of the things that I do, but practice makes progress. And progress is amazing. Absolutely. If you get just a little bit better every time and you do it 10 times, that's a lot better. Absolutely. And you don't know who you're impacting. You don't always know who you're helping. Like, I'm going to tell you a story. We didn't even talk about this in advance. I signed up for Misfit Box because I watched one of your videos. He just walked me through the process. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, I thought the fruits and vegetables were going to, you know, like look really crazy. And I was like, oh, they're not really. They look fine. There's nothing wrong with them. Like it helped me be comfortable with a new process of getting my vegetables. And what ended up happening is I tried it out the end of last year. I started getting my boxes. And I was like, mm, I kind of like this process. Maybe I'll keep doing it. And because I did that, when everything hit with the pandemic, I was already grandfathered in with Misfit and I was getting fresh vegetables the entire time. So when you talk about impact, not only did you help me with a solution, it just moved forward in my life that we were set as a family because I was already getting fresh organic vegetables to my door. So I say that to say, you just don't know who you're impacting because Kathy didn't know that until I told her right now live. And it's so fulfilling. So like one of the things I did um, when the when the pandemic really first started happening, the quarantines first started happening for the first, I think it was three months, I went live every day, Monday through Friday mm -hmm. to connect with my people. And I did a Misfit unboxing. And I also talked about as many different services like that because people couldn't were having problems getting fresh vegetables people you know I was talking a lot about instacart or how people can get stuff that they need and so that they could still stay vegan and be okay with that mm -hmm. um, and it was interesting what happened too was there was this I have a pretty strong community anyhow um, I think part of it's because I do just mess up. Like I can't say Worcestershire sauce and I'm not saying it right now, but that's the best I get. I also can't say Worcester mass. Like I can't. <laughs> and I did, I did veg fest there and I'm like, hi y'all. <laughs> um, but you know, it's just, it's just so nice just getting to talk to people and, and a lot of my audience is plant-based. So I have vegans and plant-based and even people who identify as transitionary, uh, transitioning. Um, 
So some of them skew older and they are alone. And I'm like, you're totally in. You should take advantage of this, you know. Um, and from that, I've made this bundle, which full price is $60 and you get both classes. But then there's some different levels. I think it's like 50, 30 and 10. I'm, I'm making those up. I know 10 dollars and there's some other pricing in between so people can pay what they can nice. and still be able to take it um okay. and that's and i'm also trying to have some scholarship positions open mm-hmm. and for instance the people and this is maybe a story for why people should take advantage of some of the things that are going on so there have been some people who've taken advantage of asking for scholarships but have also been helping me promote the classes. So there are a couple of those people who've done that regularly that I've reached out to them. And I said, hey, if you're willing to help me promote my classes, why don't you just be a member of Kathy's Club for free? Mm-hmm. Right? Because yeah. it, it gives you an opportunity to get closer to whoever, whoever this person is you want to learn from. And yes. if you can offer a service in exchange, a lot of people, you know, we, we all need help right now in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I've been doing that's completely different than that is because I've been doing so much live video and people have been asking me about it. And I've been doing live video classes for about three years now uh, as I've started teaching other people how to do live video. So I have a couple of courses mm-hmm. and I have one that's coming up, which is live video for the shy and reluctant. So if you're not shy or an introvert, but you're that person going, well, I can't go live until I can buy $5,000 worth of equipment, it's the class for you. Because we use our phones for everything. We talk about phones, we talk about low rent lighting, and we talk about better lighting. But um, for instance, the, the picture you're seeing right now is on my MacBook Pro, which is just a 720 camera. But the reason it looks better is because of the lighting. And so um, the other class is jump into live video with using your phone, which is like a take it as you can or want to with homework. The live video class starts on Thursday. If you guys want to join in, I would love to have you. It's four weeks. We work. So it's, I always say it's kind of part group therapy, part talking about live video <laughs> because uh, and everyone goes, oh, that won't be me. And then. I had two people and another one. One was one person was probably a senior and she's like, well, nobody wants to see somebody old. You know, I don't have any any um, self-esteem issues, which we all like justify all these things. And then another woman who I think she's 34 was like, yeah, when I was on YouTube, I was so much younger. And now I'm really nervous because I'm older. And it's interesting just to see it's not about how old you are or what your hang up is. Because somebody mm-hmm. else has it. Yes. It's just these are the things that are in between us. You know, I am not a skinny vegan. So I had some issues with my feelings and being on live. Like, is someone going to be super mean to me? Because I don't look like one of the skinny bikini Instagram mm-hmm. vegans, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm 55 years old. The people who are who are Fans of them are never going to be fans of me, even if I looked like them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yes. There, the reason there's so many of us is because it, who are doing things, think there's hundreds of thousands of more people who are even watching uh, all of us. Yes. And we need to have that kind of um, diversity of all different levels and inclusion of all different levels. And it's so important. 
Um, but with the pandemic, no matter what you're doing now, whoever's watching, if you're thinking, well, I wish I could talk about and, and fundraise for my local, you know, shelter, animal shelter, or I want to work with X, Y, or Z, or I want to teach people how I make my bullion, whatever it is. Now's the time today even. And you know what? When you go live and you botch it up and no one's watching, it's also okay. Mm -hmm. um, there's sometimes, like, I feel like I've built up a fairly decent audience, but I don't get as many views as Chef AJ does. And you know what? It doesn't change how important it is for me to go live and for her to go live. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's a way of, like, I felt like when I was going live with the community, like at first I was like, oh, I need to make something all the time. And then I started getting a little depressed because it was going on a little bit longer than I was expecting. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I had to make a call. Do I decide to just be perfect Kathy or do I, am I real Kathy? So I was yeah. real Kathy. And I said, today, I don't feel good, but these are the three things I'm going to do to try, you know, I'm going to make, and I, I would even say, I'm telling you guys to do these things. And I'm telling me to, you know, make sure we're sleeping enough, make sure we're drinking enough water, make sure you're eating some healthy food. And if you do nothing else to your audience, and your audience could even just be your group of vegan friends where you are on Facebook or Instagram stories or any other place you want to go live. And if you just say, I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. <laughs> That's it. If yeah. you did that, that's more than enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm i saying it, and actually we got a comment really quick from Jennifer that said, Kathy is speaking such truth right now. So oh, I just want to let you know that you're, you're getting mad love over here in the comments. People are really excited. Yeah, it is um, really great to hear you say that because I, I think a lot of times people are comparing themselves to others. They are saying, well, if I don't get those numbers, does it make sense? Or I even had someone say, well, what if no one shows up? Um, people ask, that to, ask me that all the time. Well, what if no? And I'm like, it doesn't matter because that's not when you're making your biggest impact. And this is what makes people's minds explode. So when you're doing a live, and I appreciate every single one of you who are watching this live, but I also appreciate every single one of you that's watching the replay. Yes. And we forget because it says live, we forget there's a replay. So maybe I have 15 people live, right? Mm -hmm. But then in four or five days, a thousand people have seen it. Yes. And that's an impact. It and is. the other thing to think about, if you're thinking of doing cooking, because I know there are a lot, I'm thinking with this being a vegan business program, they're going to, not that all vegan businesses are cooking, but if you're a product that's a food product, if you are a, a recipe developer or a chef or something like that, you don't have to like do to like 99, 100% when you're making something live. So you don't, it doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I've got to make the crepes that almost fail for me so I could show people. It can be like, and, and I was doing a live every week for several years and I talked to my, I have a private um, Facebook group. And so I said, I'm not feeling so great today. Would you guys mind if I just made my Cajun spice blend? And they're like, well, first of all, it's awesome. Cause they're like, are you sure you should do a live Kathy? 
that's so that's why you should have a private Facebook group. You should have a community of people that, that care about you. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm like, okay. But so like literally I mixed the spices in a thing. I didn't even grind them together like I usually do because I do make a lot of spice blends. That's one thing I do. Um, mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden people can make this spice blend with or without salt. Like it took so little effort from me. Mm-hmm. And, but like, I still would go in and I talked about the difference between marjoram and regular oregano versus Mexican oregano. Like there's so much knowledge we just have naturally. Yes. To just, to just have a conversation. Like that was a lot for them. They didn't need for me to like show them how to grow it, <laughs> you know, or, or show them 17 recipes on how to use it. But what I could do is just put a link to my blog. Here's something that uses it. There you go. Make it today and keep it really simple when you're starting. Um, And the other thing that I would say that's super important, and it's, it's interesting because I, we're also kind of like on a zoom sort of setup. So I keep looking down. You guys probably noticed because I'm looking at Stephanie because when Stephanie's talking, I want to see what she has to say. But when you're on, you know, when I'm talking now, I'm trying to make sure I'm looking at that little green dot. So I'm talking to you guys because the thing that's going to make your people feel comfortable is when you feel comfortable and hopefully you feel like you're on the other side of my kitchen counter and it changes. Like I have a camera up here and I have different cameras and you have to do that. But you can take a look if you're using your phone or your laptop. Um, I never know what they're called. There's little circles that you put on notebook paper to help them not tear out. Yeah, you can buy them at Staples. Mm -hmm. Or you can make something like that and just put that little circle around. And then Mm -hmm. you know to look at the circle. Like Apple is awesome. It gives us the green dot. Yeah, the green dot. (laughs) Not everything is so kind. It really Um, does help. Yeah, but if you want to show your camera set up just to give them a, a little glimpse into it. And then just so you know, we had somebody who might be interested in your class. So oh, yeah. I'm thinking we can maybe put the link in the comments so that they can sign up. But if you want to also verbally give them the link, that'll work too. Actually, let me put it in the, the comments and I'll do that after we do this really quick because I want to make sure I'm doing the discount. Perfect. So if I just okay. tell so you normal- just a few minutes and we'll put it in the comments for you. Okay. All right. So what I'm doing is I, so Stephanie is broadcasting this out to you on StreamYard, which is a program that works for Mac and PC. I use something called Ecamm, which is on um, Mac only. And so like, this is my good camera. (laughs) And you guys can probably see how much better that picture is, right? It's pretty amazing. So you can see that. And then also, hello, it's my keyboard. And then up here, that's my overhead camera you just saw, and then the four lights above, okay? So the way I have this set up is I have a camera in front of me, a camera overhead. You don't have to have that to start with. So again, I'm showing you my setup, not the setup you need to start, because all you need is a phone. A phone that connects to the internet, can have apps, and that has video capabilities. That's it. Jennifer helped us out. It's called Loose Leaf (gasps) Reinforcement Stickers. Thanks, Jennifer. (laughs) I'm going to copy that and put it in my personal notes because I say it 80,000 times. It is like Worcestershire sauce. It is the thing that never happens right. 
<laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. Um, so, oh, go ahead. You tell me. I was going to say, as we're kind of wrapping up today, I just noticed the time. I knew we were going to have so much fun that we were just going to keep going. Um, I wanted to do a couple of things. I want to make sure people can get in touch with you. After the session, I know we're going to give them the link and we can post the link after we go live for the class. Um, so everyone can, can get it. I don't want you to, to have to do too much multitasking, but in general, if people want to get in touch with you, where should they go to your website, to social media, what's the best way or what should they okay. do next, especially if they're there, watching? There, that's great. There's a few ways. So if you're looking for recipes, there's plantbasedinstantpot.com, which is all plant-based, all instant pot. There is healthyslowcooking.com which is all vegan, 90% plant-based, not even 90% slow cooker. It's, <laughs> it, is, it is one of the, the worst things, but it's got oven, air fryers, a little instant pot, slow cooker. So you can get any recipes there. I also have a site that I've recently started, which is kathyhester.com. That's mostly about my live video. There's a couple of recipes, a couple of recipes, a couple of articles. That's what the non recipe people call it articles uh, when you give out information <laughs> and um, you can sign up with my newsletter there too and it'll give you a little quick download on how to go live on Facebook it's just kind of like a little printable that tells you how to do that on your phone really easily and if you want to um, I have a Facebook group a private Facebook group that's called vegan recipes Cooking with Kathy Hester, and I'd love to have you join in there. It's a really great, warm community. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Kathy, for taking the time out of your day. Thanks for giving us a little bit of background on what you were doing. And I'm really excited that you, you know, started doing not only these classes where you're teaching people how to go live, but I love how it was kind of born out of your experience, out of all the great work that you've been doing, how you've been going live for three years, and you're really kind of helping people kind of make that next step. Because I really feel like from a marketing standpoint, going live is one of the most impactful tools to not only just grow a business, but just connect with people, like to really create that that bridge with your audience. And even like you said, we're, we're you know, not everyone's going to love us and we're not the option for everyone out there, but for the people that we can help, the people that we can be there for when you're going live, when you're on camera, when you do this, it really allows people to get to know you. It allows people to connect with you, talk with you, do comments like this. And I just think, um, especially in this social distancing environment, that live, I think, is just such an amazing tool that we all should be using and leveraging, whether we're doing cooking classes or even you're a vegan accountant. I really think it is something you should be using in all vegan businesses, um, but specifically if you're doing a lot of cooking classes, teaching and training. So if anyone's looking for some additional support, please tap on Kathy's shoulder, take her class. Please leverage this amazing resource that we have in Kathy. And in Kathy, I don't know if you have any final words or anything you want to share with our audience as we wrap up today's session. Well, it's just a pleasure. And, and I agree wholeheartedly with you. It's beyond just cooking, just connecting in whatever audience. And I am seeing more like financial people and accountants actually doing lives and kind of helping people out. And I have a friend who does massage therapy business. And I'm like, now's your time. It's, you know, like, so 
it's important. Don't limit yourself. And also don't be too hard on yourself. It's okay if you don't want to go live every day. Just go live. But if you're starting, try to go live once a week. Pick a day and a time. And then your people know when you're going live and it'll help you because then people will show up. My other 10 cent tip is, you know, have a friend on the other end. When I first started doing them and have someone, they check my lighting. They could be there to answer questions if I was caught off guard or they could just help things move along if I got stuck. So it's not hard. You can do it. I have all the confidence in the world in you. Oh, thank you. That's so wonderful. We even got a comment real quick from Sarah. She loved the interview. Um, It's gotten so much from it. So, so glad to hear that, Sarah. I got a lot from it. I just enjoyed being able to catch up with you, Kathy. Hopefully we won't wait so long in the future to stay in touch. Um, So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you everyone who is listening, watching, whether you're watching this as a replay, whether you're listening to this as our podcast in audio format, we really appreciate you. We also appreciate the likes and the shares and the love. So let us know if you enjoyed this interview. We love to hear it. And we thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your day to hang out with us. So everyone have a wonderful day. Thank you, Kathy, for everything. Goodbye, everyone.